You're listening to South Bend Beat, produced by Alpha Dog Podcast. South Bend Beat, we have Tim Lehman. Tim owns Premium Investments. It's a store at University Park Mall that has sports memorabilia, gear, apparel, and most importantly, sports cards, which I am very interested in and are booming right now. I have been buying cards from Tim since I was a kid. Uh, Wherever I lived in the country, whenever I'd come back here, I'd always buy cards from Tim. My dad's been buying cards from Tim for years. Uh, Really nice guy, has a great store. We just talked about the the sports cards industry in general right now, why it's booming, um, what you should keep an eye out for if you're wanting to get into collecting some tips and tricks. And we talked about his background and why he got into this business and has stayed in this business and is now thriving in this business. And this episode, like every other episode, is brought to you by Martin Supermarkets. March Madness is coming up. Make sure you pop over there, get all of your food, all of your drinks from March Madness to enjoy over on Fully Grown Men. Uh, we interviewed Doug Murphy, who runs their frozen foods and their spirits. He brought some bourbon with him. That was a great interview you can check out now. And you can go to martins-supermarkets.com to get info. Check them out on social media at Martins Markets to see what kind of March Madness specials they're going to have. And be sure you go there and support them uh, as they've been supporting the show for a while now. And here is Tim Lehman from Premium Investments. Enjoy. Tim, how are we doing today? Uh, great. So, I'm a big sports cards guy. I just released a blog for uh, sports cards. I've been. How long have you been here at University Park Mall? Uh, we moved in university in uh, September of '94. So, and I mean that would have been your like initially like table out in the breezeway or entry like before you were in here. Yeah, we had a kiosk uh, down at the um, uh, J.C. Penney end of the mall. Yeah, and that was so. I I spent most of my childhood in Kansas. Some in this area but whenever we came back here it was always special for my dad and i to come here and come get the cards because there wasn't a ton of places you could get cards but we love coming to university park mall getting cards we've been buying mm-hmm. cards from you since probably the late 90s okay I, I, yep. i'd guess yep um and he used to work at the concord mall in elkhart and he'd get cards over there every once in a while and then when he quit doing that and we moved and always come up here to get cards and then even in college i remember coming in here and getting cards uh I have a specific memory of coming in here and pulling a Derrick Rose autograph rookie, which was love, which I ended up ended up flipping. Probably should have held it till the MVP season. But um, can you give us some background on like how you got started in really the sports card industry and what led you to want to start your own shop here at the mall? Sure. Um, when I was younger, I used to go to Sunday school, and they would give us packs of cards, you know, for coming or for bringing your Bible or knowing a memory verse and stuff. And when I got older and went off to college, you know, when you're in college, you always need money. And I found some of my cards and got them out and started started selling them, you know, because got a date for the weekend or, you know, you want to go to the movie or something. So started selling some cards. And I went to school at Liberty University out in Virginia. 
and uh, there was a store back here in Mishawaka called Meyer Brothers and they would give me a list of stuff that they were looking for we'd go out there and buy it when I come back for spring break or Christmas break uh, we'd sell it to them make some money and so kind of got into it that way and then after I graduated I actually went to work for them so when you first started up here, was it just sport? Because if you come in here now, it's kind of a sports fan's dream. And we're recording in your shop right mm -hmm. now. You have the jerseys everywhere. You have autograph memorabilia. Originally, was it just the cards? Yes. When we originally started, we started out of my house uh, doing mail order. Okay. Um, so before the Internet, all that kind of stuff, uh, we did ads in SCD and different magazines, Beckett, and, and sold cards, and then did shows on the weekends. And when did the... Was it when you got this space rather than, so you, you said you started with the kiosk kind mm -hmm. of on the yep. entry area, and now you have a standalone story over here by Barnes & Noble. Right. Uh, is that when you really started bringing in the jerseys? Because you look at the jerseys, I, I'm just, I'm seeing Lamar Jackson, Joe Montana, Giannis, Sammy Sosa. Like, when did those start to Yeah, the jerseys we didn't start getting until uh, two and a half years ago. And just for a long time, we kept looking for a good distributor where we could get things at a reasonable price, but yet are authenticated by PSA or mm -hmm. Beckett or, you know, all the big, big names. We didn't want stuff that people didn't know who the authenticity was through or and whatever. Everybody had this signed kind of thing. Yeah. 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 We get that all the time. Being close to Notre Dame, guys will walk stuff in and go, hey, I was over at the game and got this. You know, unfortunately, we can't deal with that stuff. Yeah. All the stuff we have is um, professionally uh, graded. And so it, it took a long time to be able to find a distributor to be able to get that kind of stuff and now it's it's probably our third biggest item that we sell here in the store so before we get to in the weeds with the hobby itself a little bit more background on you are you from here originally uh, yes i've grown up in uh elkhart elkhart yep okay and then you said you went off to virginia for college and mm -hmm. you came back so since you came back i guess in your working life has it always been the cards and memorabilia? Like, is that yes, pretty much again, right out, of, right out of college, I worked for a company called Meyer Brothers. Mm -hmm. And yeah. um, they were over on Grape Road, had a store, and did mail order. And after a couple of years, then I decided to open my own store. Actually, it wasn't a store, it was just um, the mail order. Mm -hmm. And that was going really well. And then uh, we were just trying to buy more cards. <laughs> so we uh, opened a store at Concord Mall. Okay. And uh, that went pretty well. And then we moved what over here. My dad may have been buying from you then, even when he was buying at Concord. Yeah, uh, Concord uh, was the middle 90s. Okay. So. Yeah, because I remember uh, the Concord purchases would have been like the Shaq rookies. So that would have been right around that time. Yep, Shaq, yeah. Weber, all those guys. Yeah. So, yeah, so, I mean, he can claim to be an OG with you. He's been shopping from you for a <laughs> long time. Um, I want to talk about, and the reason I wanted to have you on now is obviously the hobby is exploding. Again. Yep. It seemed you would have a better, uh, you'd have your thumb on the pulse better than I. It seemed like right around the time, like when COVID hit and then the last dance hit with MJ, yes. it really seemed to take off. Is that about the timeline when it started picking up steam? Yes. Um, that's when the rookie classes for basketball were really starting to take off. Mm -hmm. Um and all three classes this year have just been phenomenal. I don't think I've ever seen a year in the, you know, almost 30 years that we've been doing this where all three sports have been, had rookie classes like this at the same time. Um, and then with COVID, um, people being at home, plus then COVID and manufacturers just not being able to get enough stuff out at, the, at when they would like to. Yep. And as, as it's grown, there's even, 
So say a card that would have come in here a year ago, or you've probably even been able to reflect this and what you've been able to move because it's probably harder to get cards now than it was a year ago, I'm guessing. Uh, very much. Um, the best example I tell my customers all the time, um, not this past Christmas, but the Christmas before, right before Kobe died, mm -hmm. his tops rookie booked $12. We had him in our showcase on special for $7.40 and no one was buying them. We had a stack of them. They sat all Christmas. You know, Kobe passed away, unfortunately. Um, we sold all of them that we had because cards don't usually go up because right. someone passes away. Their autographs go up because they right. can't sign anymore. But uh, just a regular rookie card might get a little spike. You know, maybe it jumps to $20. That card's $1,000 now. Yeah. I mean, people are just wanting that stuff. You know. Can you fill... I guess in layman's terms, can you fill the listeners in on graded versus ungraded? Because what I get a lot of is even after I wrote the blog, I got a lot of people reaching out and they're like, I have this LeBron rookie. Um, and I'd be like, well, I'd be interested in it. And they're like, well, I saw on eBay, they're asking, they're asking this. And it's right. usually for a PSA 10 and it's usually an asking price that they'll take well below. Right. Um, they're not really looking at the raw price. Correct. Can you say, so just fill us in on why it's a big difference, graded versus ungraded, and how rare it is to come back at a 10. Right. Um, again, I tell my customers all the time, it's basic economics. Something that there's a lot of, the price is low. Something that's rare and something that people want, the price is high. And you're right, to, to get a 10 is extremely hard. If every card was a 10, they wouldn't be selling and for... some of it's out of there. A lot of times I also hear speak on this. Well, I took it straight from the pack to a top to a top loader. Yep. And it's like, well, that's not all of it. Right. Uh, cards can be off cut. Yep. They can come scratched. You know, the new technology, you get all the gloss and everything. They're they're easy to scratch now. So your your four corners might be nice, but maybe it's off centered. Yep. Maybe it's the edges. The um, die wasn't really sharp when they cut it, and so there's a little fraying on the edges. So all those things matter when they grade a card. And as we record this, it's, it's going to drop in just a few days, but I think we're a couple nights removed from the Luca card being pulled out of a break mm. um, that sold for $4 million. And yeah. it was a one-of-one one, logo, uh, patch. logo patch. Yep. That Do you know of a basketball card that sold for more? I think that broke the record, didn't that it? That broke the record. Um, I think the only card that sold more now is um, uh, the Mickey Mantle rookie. Okay. What is the, what's the best pull you've seen in here? Um, recently, uh, just last week, a kid, um, out of the, uh, prism, uh, football hit, um, the Herbert rookie, um, autographed numbered out of 49 and that card sells for, you know, three to $3,500. So let's do a quick rapid fire. If a collector's listening, your opinion, invest in Ja or Zion? Uh, Ja. Jaw. Okay. Yeah. Long term. Long term. I yes. like that. I like that. Um, Herbert or Burrow? Herbert. And since this one's a little tougher, give us a couple baseball names you think would be worth looking at. Young. I've been getting into. I'm. <laughs> I'm heavily leveraged in Michael Kopech at this point. Okay. A White Sox pitcher. Yeah. Um, but I think Wander Franco will be a stud. Uh, there are a couple other names. Luis Robert, I think, will be that a stud. was going to be the one that okay. I was going to throw out there. Um, baseball is the one that we don't do a lot of until they become good. Yeah. So, you know, we weren't following um, Aaron Judge until Aaron Judge became Aaron Judge or um, Pete Lonzo until right. he started hitting all those home runs. So the football and the basketball, we follow a lot closer, but you can make the most money 
in baseball if you follow the minor leagues and know who's coming up. Especially because it's so deep and you just look at organization size, and mm -hmm. it's just a bigger pool. Yeah. And like you said with Aaron Judge or Pete Alonso, I can look at John Morant and be like, he's going to be a superstar. Yeah. In baseball, it's not always that easy. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think Wander Franco would be a good one. Uh, Brendan McKay, your boy uh, Spencer Torkelson, is that how you say it? Uh, yeah, everybody's after his stuff right now. We've had a couple nice ones hit, especially out of that USA really? stuff that came out. Some auto jerseys. So. Um, and can you explain to the listeners the difference between hobby and retail boxes? Sure. Um, for the most part, hobby has more of the big hits as far as the autographs and jerseys. Retail has more quantity of cards. Which is what you'll find at Meyer Target. Correct. Yeah. And now they're doing stuff that goes to both. And those are like the, the blaster boxes, the mega boxes, the hanger boxes. But there is still retail only and there's hobby only and they're marked on the boxes and there is i know it's set up within the card community you'll obviously know better than i there is reason to come into a dealer such as yourself just because you're going to be able to get your hands on things that meyer target walmart how does that work and like as i'm looking here i'm seeing dozens of boxes that you have for sale so how is it just like kind of a dealer back end where you're like when this is available i'm able to get it uh that's some of it um, we have lots of distributors to pull from. Um, usually a, a Meyer or a Target or any of those type of stores will get stocked you know, once a week, right now maybe even once a month. So once they're out, they're out. Where we literally get stuff in every single day. Um, constantly restocking, constantly getting more stuff in. Um, on top of that then, when you have good hits and you pull you know, big cards, um, we'll buy them back from you. Yeah. I don't think the other place as well. I wanted to get into that. So you do buy. Yes, we do. People come in with nice cards. Yep. So you'll come in and you'll give competitive offers. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, you can't pay what it's going for on eBay because it doesn't work that way. Oh. Unfortunately, <laughs> plus the eBay, you know, it's about 15% you're out. But you can put fees. cash in their hands yes, same we can. day they bring in a yep. card. Yep. And you get some pretty good cards in here? Uh, some very nice cards. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I assume... A question I always hear too, I assume if they're bringing in an autographed card, it needs to be out of the box autographed, correct? Correct. Unless it's PSA, you know, unless authenticated. authenticated. Uh, yeah, unless so it's been like authenticated. Unless it's Cubs and Vladdy yeah. Jr. signed this. Yeah. 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 We meet guys all the time and they sign stuff for us. Uh, we know it's real, but we don't sell any of that kind of stuff. Yep. That's in our personal collections. Um, it's always fun to meet a player and have them sign stuff for you. But until you get it authenticated, you're not going to get much out of it. So what went into the decision from going to the kiosk to the, the big gorgeous store that you have now? Was it just you had too much stuff? You wanted to expand uh, just an opportunity with the space coming open? It was mostly an opportunity out here at the mall um, where we originally went into um, was next to where Macy's was. Mm -hmm. And uh, when they went out, um, I'm sorry, it was Hudson's, Hudson's that went okay. out. Uh, when they went out, um, there was a store next to that. We knew that they were going to be bringing in the Barnes and Nobles and adding a brand new entrance to the mall. So we moved over by that and uh, it's where the current GNC store is. And after a few years, an opportunity to double our space a couple doors down opened up and so we moved down here. And so just the more space we have, the more things we can carry. What does a typical day for you look like? Uh, ordering, constantly yeah. ordering, yeah. trying to get more uh, product, whether it's sports cards, whether it's Pokemon, uh, whether it's ordering uh, blankets or license plates, you know, uh, constantly ordering stuff in. That's the biggest. And then helping customers, of course.
So are you in the same position that like I'm in to where if boxes drop, do you have to hit refresh and go fast? Or being a dealer, do you have a little bit more wiggle room to where you can get your orders in? Uh, yeah, we don't have to um, you don't have bid to against about, like, somebody else. Issues, right? Correct. Well, okay. actually, some stuff does. Uh, okay. Just yesterday, uh, the, the new um, Prism soccer came out. And oh, I was considering it because it, it's pretty expensive. And um, I, I waited, you know, about 15 minutes and I got an email that was all sold out. Who are the hot names in soccer that you want to be pulling right now? I'm not a soccer guy. Okay. I'm not the soccer guy. I'm Who sorry, you, guys. Any young stars? I, I know I know the four big guys, but the, but the young guys. Mbappe? Is that how you say Mbappe? Yeah. 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 And the soccer stuff sells too when you get it here? We've just started carrying it. And yeah, as soon as it comes in, it goes right back out. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it might be a little quicker now. Most <laughs> stuff is right now. I mean, yeah. it comes in and goes right back out. And there are, and I think when a lot of people come in and they see the high number for packs, those are more on like the hobby side of packs, right? To where Correct. some, I, I'd imagine you probably even have some packs that have a hit per pack. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, usually that stuff starts right on the $25 range mm -hmm. where you get a hit in each one. And then the more expensive it is, the more hits you get. So break it down for someone that doesn't know the industry that well, the Luca the other night. I think a lot of people saw the video of the break, and he pulled like an Eldon Campbell autograph and then a Ralph Sampson autograph and then the Luca. So that's probably like an upper, upper tier that you can get that seem to be all autographs. But those one-of-ones, I mean, you're still uh, – we don't want to give the message to people that like the one-of-one one Luca Ford Millions, that's, that's still very tough to get. But you can still go get the Zion or the Jaw hits, which if you go on eBay, I mean, right. they're selling for stuff you can pull from the boxes here. You, you can make some life-changing money. Uh, very much. But even the one that you're talking about with the Luca, the one-of-one one has been pulled. But there are other Luca rookie cards from that product that you would still have a chance to get that would still be in the tens of thousands of dollars from that product. And even what were considered, you know, you know, the base hits a year ago, I just got. So my big collection thing is I love the rated rookies. So whether mm. it's back with like the Griffey Sheffields yep. and now they've started to bring them back, I just get all the rated rookies that I can. And I went on a PSA 9 for the Luca rated rookie. Those are a lot of money and they're not signed. They're base cards. I mean, mm. you can come here sending it into PSA is a different story right now. Yeah, they're backlogged. What pretty would you red. recommend to people just go ahead and send it in now or wait and see if the you know changes PSA makes opens it up a little bit if you're wanting to send stuff in um, I, I would go ahead and get your stuff in as soon as you can because they're just gonna get more backlogged um, until they hire more you know guys to do the grading which I think they're working on um, people are sending in hundreds and thousands of cards a week um, because what the prices are going for What's your thoughts on the secondary grading services? So I'll bleep out, I'll bleep out the name, but uh, I sent some cards to reading blogs and such. It seems you get a lot of tens back, Correct. <laughs> and uh, it doesn't seem to do a lot for the value on eBay. Do you right. think it's? Would you rather have it sit at a PSA for longer rather than a quicker turnaround with a secondary grader? Definitely. Uh, yeah. To me, there's just three graders that we're gonna buy if mm -hmm. you bring it in, at least at the upper level of cards yeah. we might still buy it as an unraw as a raw card something yeah. that's not graded um but if it's not psa beckett or jsa we're not interested in giving the, the big money on them awesome and what advice would you have for somebody it doesn't even have to be sports cards but somebody 
you're kind of living the dream to where you had a passion and you mm-hmm. were able to make a very successful career out of it at this point. Someone that maybe they're younger, like when you know you were in Virginia for college. Uh, we do have a younger demographic that listens, and you know they have a passion, they have a hobby that they want to make a career. Do you have a couple pieces of pieces of advice for them? Uh, sure. Um, always start with stuff you like. You know, we like sports, so we get to talk sports all day. We get to sell cards along the way, but we get to talk sports yeah. and, and be involved in all That's that. So, so find something that you like, something that you're passionate about, um, and just see where there's a need and try to meet it. So I have one more, one more topic to go before we let you go. NBA Top Shot. Have you done any research on it? On the uh, so like. I guess moments is what they're calling them, like the video moments. And it seems, I think initially they thought it was going to hit the physical card market, but it kind of seems to just be bringing the physical card market up with either. Do you think that's a neat idea, or have you looked into starting a collection? We're both pretty heavily involved in uh, invested in it at this point. But, uh, like, do you think that there's any future of the hobby that's digital? Nothing's going to surprise me right now. Yeah. So um, I have a couple of customers who have really gotten into it and done really well with it yeah um and uh it's kind of like bitcoin it's just taken off mm-hmm. where i don't know enough about it to give somebody advice to, to get into it or not to get into it um but definitely do your research and right now the way things are going you got a really good shot if you're getting into the big names and yeah. you know the stuff that people are looking for and do you think uh you know physical card sports memorabilia do you see this writing on i i think I don't think it's a bubble. I think this is just how it's going to be from now on. Right. Especially as we get to younger generations that have money. My thought is, I'm not going to spend big money to put a painting on the wall, probably. Mm-hmm. But I will go get you know one of my favorite players or something that I think can be investable, and I go get a card. I can go get an autograph. I can get a helmet. Do you think that we're going to continue to ride this to where cards, this comeback, is here to stay? As long as the rookie classes continue to be this good, then yes. Um, next year's football class is phenomenal i mean they're talking you know five or six quarterbacks in the first round let alone in the top 15. yeah so if that happens and these guys come out and they play well you know they play like herbert and burroughs and and tua and stuff then yes if they come out and you know they don't make it it's kind of like buying stocks that the company goes belly up where if you're buying if you're buying apple stock or google stock early on you're doing well so same thing as these rookie classes come out and they continue to be good um, it's just going to drive the the hobby. So that's very interesting. That's one I hadn't heard before that you think it is pretty contingent on the rookie class because let's face it, rookies are what drive the card mm-hmm. market. Um, and then we had the Zon, Zion Jaw and yeah. then LaMelo and even Anthony Edwards having mm-hmm. a nice run here. Um, and then the baseball guys are always popping up. But, yeah, that's a good point. I yeah. like that. Tim, thanks a ton for your time. Um, it's Tim Lehman uh, at Premium Investments here at University Park Mall. Can you plug again? Again, where they can find you, and then a website, or if you want to plug eBay, or so whatever you want to plug, plug away. Sure. Uh, we're in University Park Mall. Um, we're three stores down from Barnes & Nobles at the main entrance, um, right in front of the kids' play area. Um, we're open from 11 to 7, Monday through Thursday, uh, Friday and Saturday. Uh, we're open from 10 to 8, and then Sundays, uh, 12 to 6. Awesome. Thanks for your time, and look forward to... I'm shopping here another 25 years. All right. Thanks, fellas. Everybody I know, first it might seem like a lot, but they all play and they roll. Put that on anything that I got, and all I care about is my city, man. I can't say it enough. I done heard things about y'all that they can't say about us. I just hold it down for my side. I just hold it down for my set. I give everybody a piece of this, and I make you.
This has been a production of the Alpha Dog Podcast Network. Find more shows at alphadogagency.com slash podcasts.